You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community and TBC. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today I'm joined by Ryan, aka Cognitive Pit. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I had to uh, leave a wedding early to come do this, so everyone, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're also joined by Mel, a.k.a. Melarina. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. No weddings for me, so I'm here. <laughs> if I had a wedding, yeah. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have left, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there an open bar, Yip? No, no. Oh, that's why you left. I see. I understand Yeah, now. there was nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense it's now. It's COVID. Yeah, I think there, I- wasn't a big, there wasn't a, a big party. It was just a small... Mm. Small one. Small midday wedding. Hoping everything's our next wedding we have to go to is in Chicago in uh I think July. And should be that should be a good time. And I'm hoping everything is all cleared up yeah. by then because I wanna I wanna have a good time in Chicago. Yeah. And all just just to clarify, so everyone knows, all the old people were vaccined, vaccinated who were there, like our parents, the <laughs> the uh, the officiator. And then anyone else there are people that we see, like anyway. So <laughs> we, I did was not irresponsible. I've been very responsible with COVID. Yeah. Good job. I just want to set the record straight. <laughs> uh, yeah, my uh, mom gets her second one tomorrow, and my dad gets his second one in like a week and a half. So nice. they're going to be all good too. But all right, well, this episode is going to be a little weird, guys. Um, we had a rank fourteen. Uh, you know, PVP ranker, one of the members of the Varg Flocken Psycho PVP crew. He got rank 14 on Horde and then psycholy switched to Alliance to play with us and continues to kill people on both sides. He's, he's a maniac. It would have been an awesome time to have him on the show, but he had some. Some family stuff come up and he is not going to be able to make it. I think he, I think he PVPs. Unlike normal people in this game, I think he PVPs for fun, which was going to be interesting <laughs> to have him on to hear about. <laughs> oh man! I mean, if you go PVP with him, it it, it is pretty fun. Yeah, but it's true, he's not going to be on. So we're going to talk. We're going to do the normal housekeeping. We're going to talk some little bits of news that came out, and then I just think we'll probably just discuss kind of how we're feeling after all the TBC announcements have kind of sunk in over the last week and we've heard a lot of other people's opinions and thoughts and so maybe we'll just kind of riff it but it's probably you know i say this all the time but this probably is going to be a shorter episode i feel like that's a curse when you say that (laughs) it would be shocking a blessing it would be shocking we have all these notes 
asking questions to the person who's not here anymore. If we end up with a two-hour <laughs> podcast, that's going to be shocking. But <laughs> if anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll just pretend to be chill, brah, and just answer the questions. It'll, it'll be interesting. <laughs> All right, well, first off, just a little heads up. We are back on Twitch streaming. We went to YouTube for one week, and then we found out sometime in March of 2020, YouTube basically made streams on YouTube unsearchable, which is not good. So basically our last episode, you couldn't even search it by the exact title. So that's no good for, you know, the whole reason to go to YouTube was for discoverability, but... I don't think discoverability of the stream is as important as discoverability of the VOD. So we're going to be back on Twitch for now and for the foreseeable future. We um, all know Twitch offered uh, Bob a $10 million contract to come back to Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't tell Mel or I about it. <laughs> right. I'll tell you if my bank account all of a sudden gets really big. <laughs> oh, it was more like $10, but, you know, same thing. <laughs> all right. Well, we did get some uh, – we got a review update and a new review. So, Yip, you want to take that away? Yeah. So the uh, the first one, the review update, it's from Carvinger. You guys honestly have no idea how much you helped me get through my workday driving a truck locally. I listened to the last couple of episodes and couldn't contain myself from going back and listening to previous shows. You guys are super casual, but also hardcore. Cascore. Yeah. Cashcore. I like it. I, like it. I, I think like maybe it. you put the S the like the H sound in there. Cashcore. Uh yeah. I can't wait for more episodes. P.S. Bob sounds like the clerk bro off family guy. Love you guys. That's a really mm-hmm. nice review, first of all. I'm not sure yeah, I remember nice. the I don't know if I know the clerk bro. I was looking. I, don't I'm not, I had to look it up. I had to look it up. It's just the clerk from Family Guy. And Although I don't see as much resemblance as the Bob's Big Burgers guy, I definitely see some of it. Okay. Definitely I'll, I'll just have, in the way I talk. You can't, yeah, the like my like my cadence. You say the clerk from Family Guy though, like that's a main character of the show, I know, but I, right? I truly do not know what you mean by clerk from Family Guy. Oh, will y'all send it to me? We'll find out. Uh, but thank you so much for your uh updated review and for coining the term for us cash core i like cash yeah. cash core cash core we'll cash see core. we'll figure it out i just thought i just thought it was a really cool review like this is i've had jobs where i needed podcasts and stuff and it just gave me the warm fuzzies just to 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 read that and yeah. to know that people spend you know part of their days with us it's really neat it's great and the second review is from Necrolord. Uh, best WoW classic podcast. Well, he, if Necrolord says it, who am I to deny that being fact? I've uh, been listening since the podcast started, and it's been my source of WoW classic information since. I, uh, that worries me, but I'm gl- uh, thank you. <laughs> I used to play <laughs> mostly retail, but listening to the podcast has made me get back into classic again. They have good rating stories, and it's been fun hearing their struggles from finding a priest to clearing Nax. He, he's been listening. He's been listening. To be oh, queer, sure. finding yep. a dwarf priest. True. We true. have lots a of priests. <laughs> uh, good interviews and guests from the community as well. Looking forward to hearing about their plans for TBC. You know, that's interesting. There are no dwarf priests. Like, what's up with that? Come TBC, though, it won't matter. Because everyone is going to get Fear Ward, and humans will keep their spirit buff. So maybe they're Abyss PvE? I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, Um, Yeah, and humans also get that uh, 
that other extra heel, which is really nice in TBC, the 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 racial. I forget what it's called. Racial makes it sound like yeah. Are you thinking of Dronai? Dronai get a heel racial. Dronai get one too, but it, it's uh no, it's definitely human priest get a desperate racial prayer. Heel. We have in desperate prayer classic. Oh oh, desperate prayer. Yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, right you now. do yeah. have it. Yeah, oh, they okay, already cool. have that. Yeah yeah. Oh yeah, it's glorious. I kind of forgot about desperate prayer. That's funny. Saved my life a number of times. Thank you for your review, though, Necrolord. Always appreciate reviews. They help us out a ton, as Bob will tell you every week. Uh, but he does ask, looking forward to hearing about their TBC plans. We do have some TBC plans to talk about. We do, we do. Um, we are going to raid in TBC. That's the first plan. <laughs> the Shocker. second plan. Uh, the second plan, we're actually, we're kicking it up a notch come TBC. Vargflocken is getting a little bit more serious, especially now that you don't have to, like, log your character off with world buffs and things like that. It's pretty easy to be a little more serious, right? Like, the consumes aren't as insane. You just got to show up and do your job well. Um, so we're taking things a little more seriously. I think we're having a slightly larger roster. Uh, so we've been trying to keep around 40. Normally, we're a little under 40 when we raid. I think what we'd like to do is have a couple extra people who are okay collecting DKP, and then just bringing the people who are benefiting the raid the most, whether it be their class choice, um, whether it be their actual performance, if they come prepared for raids, uh, things like that. So I think we want to be a little more serious about that sort of thing so we can bust through content. PvP and other things other than raiding is a really important factor in TBC. So I think that's another thing about it as well, too. We want the people who are really serious about raiding get through that quickly so we can all go back to PvPing, doing, <laughs> doing our dailies and things like that. Yeah, and I think with the way they're they're laying it out, we're gonna have so much more time to do other things, play different characters. I think it's gonna be cool. What surprised the heck out of me is you know, you kind of get this feeling that some people don't want to continue with the guild. They're just kind of riding it out. But they put out the document and they put out the document late at night, and it was mostly filled out that night. You know, of the people coming back, and now. It's well over 90% of people wanting to stay and then people wanting to bring their friends too. <laughs> like it's going to be a little crazy. It's going to be a lot of uh, growing pains, I think, moving into TBC. Yeah, we're going from like a 42 person raid to like a 52 person raid <laughs> come TBC. And only having 25 spots. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it is going to be a little crazy. We don't know still when TBC is coming out exactly. So I have a feeling things are still going to shake up quite a bit before then, especially there's going to be an intermittent time where we're not rating Nax and TBC isn't out. Like we're not rating Nax right. all the way up till TBC. I don't think um, it might be fun to do a couple raids when pre patches out. Cause we're all going to have like wacky spells. We're all or like wacky talents. Everything's going to be a lot of fun for that. Well, okay. I really want to do it at least once because warriors are going to need to DPS as arms yeah. because that's that's going to be the the. I'm not positive with the amount of points you'll have, but what's it called? Moves over to the arms tree, um, the really big talent in Fury. I'm, for, yeah, I'm forgetting the what, name. What that Death Wish? Blood? It's not Bloodthirst, right? I don't. No, I don't think it's Bloodthirst. Oh, it's Flurry. Uh, Is it Flurry or something? Yeah, about? it might be. It might be Flurry, but. It's going to be interesting. And like, you got, oh, we're not, nope, nope. Spoil, yeah. No spoilers, no spoilers. But yeah. Death uh, Wish is what moves to arms. Yeah, corpse. I trust corpse. Ah, yes, yes. And that's pretty big. So I think it'll be interesting just to 
just to have at least one raid. Maybe we don't even kill Saf or KT. We just go through and, you know, just see what it's like with the different talents. I think that would be really neat to do. Maybe we'll get to uh, be deep prot for a couple raids, a raid or two. Maybe I'll get to, I mean, I do wear a shield and axe as it is now, but I'm really just a fury warrior wearing a shield. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I am in my heart still. So it'll it'll play out really interestingly. I wouldn't be surprised if we journey back into Nax again. So if they let us level in pre-patch, which is what it basically sounds like, they said they'll level, let you level beforehand. I don't think they specifically said pre-patch. They just said they'll give you time beforehand. Uh, but if it is pre-patch, which I would assume it is, maybe in like a month after, if if the TBC is not out yet, we'll get to raid with Shamis. That would be a lot of fun. Do like one Nax with our shamans just to see how it goes. Right. Be kind of, I mean, it'd be kind of nice. I mean, it'd be, it'd be probably pretty easy by then because Nax just continues to get easier and easier week by week, which is just people learning the fights more and knowing the fights more. And then on top of that, the gear. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm the only, I'm one of two warriors left in our guild that doesn't have Nax, Nax weapons. So, not salty, not salty. Things are getting pretty smooth and easy. Um, so that's our those are our plans for the guild as a whole. And we've talked about our plans personally, but maybe now's a good time to reiterate what we're planning on doing. Bob, I know you're re-rolling, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm I am definitely I've been talking about it before, but I'm I've al I've already re-rolled. I mean, I've been working on my warlock a a bunch. He's, you know, not great geared, but I play it on doing PvP and buying all the nice gear from PvP before TBC comes out, but I'll be leveling that first and then my warrior will be my PvP. It'll be easy to it'll be easy to to level that up later because it'll be me and Mel, healer and tank, and just have to get three DPS, so so it won't be hard. But yeah, I think a lot of people are re are re-rolling and yeah, you know, I'm not super excited about it. I enjoy melee a lot more, but there's just not there's just not a lot of good fights for melee until tier six. Yeah, I think melee are gonna struggle. It's gonna be hard to be melee. Like it's not gonna be fun. It classic has been just like a blast making fun of every other class. Like, haha, you're not a warrior. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, even even if you're a warrior, just like walking away from your computer, pressing like buttons really slowly, or still like out DPSing people. It's pretty nice. <laughs> well, and it was funny because I had a realization the other day, which I'm sure I'm late to the party on, but I but I tweeted it out and I was just like so they always talk about the hybrid tax and how one character can't be great at different jobs. But I was thinking to myself, in WoW Classic, the warrior is the, the only true hybrid spec. You're the best DPS and the best tank. Bam. Warrior is the only true hybrid. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. We're going to get demolished by druids, I think, come TBC, though. I think druids, druids go from, like, just being, you know... Druids. We got some druids in the chat, so I'm a little worried about how much I want to rag on <laughs> druids right now. But they become just like insane at everything. Well, like really good at everything. Come uh, TBC, so good for druids. Yeah. We'll just be warriors, and all my gear will will not have like so much so much tank gear. Just like doesn't have attack power or strength on it. Come TBC, I'm gonna be sitting there like, what? <laughs> who, who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> Maybe you'll have thunder fury though. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe we'll we'll see. We're going to still be doing YKP runs 
well into TBC, I think. Yeah, un- <laughs> unfortunately, I, I wish probability worked the way that like humans feel like it works. Like, oh, I've done it so many weeks in a row, so I, I, I deserve a binding now. But in reality, every week I don't get it. It's just cutting down on, on my time to get it. So I, well, we're getting close. Like, I, I think it's very possible that I just don't get it at all in classic, but we'll true. keep trying. I feel bad. Keep the, trying. The easier Nax gets, the more I feel bad about making people come get my Thunder Fury with me. Like, especially now that I have the hunger and cold, it's sort of like, I really, like, I want it and it's good and better, but like, I don't need it. I don't, I mean, I need it personally, <laughs> but the raid doesn't need it to succeed. So it's hard to justify it. But I mean, we have YKP. I don't, I, I have we talked about YKP on the podcast? <laughs> I don't, I don't think know so. That we have. So I, I hand out I hand out Yip kill points. Actually, I think it's Yip kiss points technically, but I hand out my own DKP system for anyone who comes to uh, my bindings run. So some people cashed in some of their points for pizza on BlizzCon night, uh, and then I'm probably going to just offer things like boosts and things like that later for people who continue to come to them. Um, I think though that I think a lot of people will want boosts uh, coming up here soon, especially if they announce a date for the pre patch. Uh, so I think that I'll, I'll probably hand out some of those. But yeah, I keep track of everyone coming and hopefully I'll be able to return the favors that people do. But I needed to drop soon. I can't buy that much pizza for everybody. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But why don't we get on, go on to uh, what we've been doing lately? So uh, why don't you start? Yep. Because you had kind of an exciting week in Nax here. I've been doing a couple things, but yeah, I'll start with Nax. Um Pretty exciting. I haven't gotten to hit anybody with it, but on Thursday, I finally got to spend every DKP I have to get a Mite of Menethil. It's something I've been waiting for. I just got Severance like the week prior and, and spent some DKP on that, but I'm not upset about it uh, because now I have Mite of Menethil. The only thing that kind of ruined it is another another person in our PvP squad, uh, Death Squad, I guess, like a squad in, in Vargflocken, told me and I, I obviously believe it that corrupted Ashbringer is actually higher, is actually better because of the sword spec, uh, for than might of Menethil right now. Well, right now it definitely right is. now come TBC when the proc for stun gets like better and improved, it'll be really good. But right now, only in PvP though, it in PvP, sword is still better in PVE from what I understand. Correct, and I won't be playing a DPS warrior most likely, so I'm not too concerned about that. And and the weapons are pretty comparable, honestly. At 70, um, they're not like so insano that like I'm I'm gonna be upset. You're gonna you're not gonna be upset at 70 if you don't have like a corrupted Ashbringer or anything like that. But um, I think Corrupted Ashbringer is a little bit better for PvP right now, but Might of Menethil. It's got the highest top end damage. I'm going to whack it's, people. It's crazy I'm going to bonk cool. people. Bonk, bonk, bonk. I'm, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, I haven't got to use it. So today's Saturday. I got it Thursday, and I haven't gotten to swing it yet just because I've been so busy. The oh. wedding stuff, just wedding yeah. stuff and, and things like that. And we raid so late that I just I went to bed after raid and um so that's pretty exciting, though. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy. I was lazy enchanting my severance, so that is <laughs> a small benefit as well, too. But other than that, unless there's anything else in Nax that I that I am in, like need to talk about, I don't think so. I think it's just mind of Menethil. Um, I have been playing my Paladin, and a little self promotion. I've been uploading videos. I'm grinding my Paladin. I'm just killing mobs to sixty in all the highest gold earning spots that I know about. And uh, 
That's it. That's the video series. Come check it out. It's sick. I made uh, 60 gold from level 10 to 14 grinding mobs. What? So, yeah, I bet you didn't think you could do that. <laughs> uh, making some serious gold. There's a lot of really like secret spots that you can go to to make gold that I'm going to be hitting along the way. Super secret um, spots. Super secret spots that only I know about because I'm a sick grinder who <laughs> yeah. who just Googles things and looks at Wowhead and Booty Bay Gazette at prices all the time. So, dude, the the prices for everything are just so nuts. Like I made 500 gold going from mining the one to mining 275, selling mithril and thorium and iron and gold. Like I just basically kept everything I needed to work up. To, to work up jewel crafting and sold everything that, that I got over the top. And I mean, it's nuts. I mean, they're selling for so much gold. So yeah, it's like, all right, cool. I, I just really love farming. Like I love grinding. I can just like pop on a podcast and just listen for like two hours and I'll just sit there killing stuff. It's just fun to kill stuff. Paladin is probably the least fun thing to kill stuff with. So it's like a good example. If I can do it on a paladin, anyone can do it on any class because I'm just sitting there whacking things, just auto attacking. Um, but that's actually been a lot of fun. Again, I've the last few days I haven't had a ton of time to play the paladin, um, but it is fun. I grinded um, a couple things that I think are going to be good in TBC as well, too. So that's something to check out as well. What's cool about when TBC comes out, farming is going to be even better because there's going to be the TBC stuff to farm. That's going to be like really crowded. Uh, but probably not more crowded than stuff is in classic right now. Um, but the stuff in classic, there are a few things that are still going to be useful in TBC that you can farm in Azeroth. And there's going to be nobody there doing it. So it's going to be really good for farming, I think, in TBC. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be. And for for me, working up mining was actually way less crowded than I was thinking it was going to be because... I was I was listening to Countdown to Crusade and Ale was talking about how he had like a a paladin on White Main, and I guess he sees White Main as like the most expensive server as far as the auction house goes, and he also called it the GDKP server. And I was like, huh, I didn't feel that really. I mean, but maybe, I mean, maybe we run more than most servers. Probably. I mean, we're the biggest. Yeah, I think that you once you're the biggest, we were also the server that had, I think, a lot of people transfer to white main. And then if you're going to bot on a server, <laughs> you're probably going to bot on the biggest one or you're going to sell gold on the biggest one. So I think that that's sort of just like it all. It's like a feedback loop. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on on other servers as well, too. But I think that, like, you know, if someone's going to start up a bot farm, you're going to do it on the biggest server. And I think that that's a feedback loop. Well, that's what I was just thinking. Like I've been, I've had very little mining competition anywhere. Yeah, but you were also not going for the high level mines yet. Yeah, but even once I I moved to those in Silithus and everything. I mean, we're talking like for like for instance, I was in Tanneris, right? And I I couldn't get thorium yet. So I did like five passes and the same Thorian vein was still there when I was able to mine it. I was just I, like, huh. If you've been doing that recently, we are like post bot bandwave right now. So if you look at the prices of things that bots can get, this is sort of a good way to tell how active bots are. If you look at the prices of stuff that bots can get, especially things like arcane crystals and things like that, they're extraordinarily high right now. 
I don't think that there's a ton of active bots, and I think a lot of them aren't mining anymore. Or if they are mining, it'll be in instance, which they pretty much fixed most of that. I think that uh, people were doing, uh, like they were doing Dire Mall East, and they changed that up and stuff as well too. But yeah, I mean, I felt yeah, the same true. thing though. I leveled mining on my um, mage almost a month ago, and it really wasn't bad. Even even up to Thorium, just really wasn't too bad i was pretty surprised that and there's i made a lot of money doing it too just leveling mining is a lot of money yeah dude i think a lot of people are working up blacksmithing at at the moment and i think those prices are just going to keep going up herbalism was like the opposite though there is a lot of competition still with herbalism yeah, yeah i think because black lotus farming and the fact that bots are just like teleporting <laughs> to herbs and stuff yeah. like that you don't you don't need a lot of bots to make it kind of horrible um so yeah i can i can see herbalism still being a problem but when when arcane crystals were four gold no one's gonna go mining <laughs> yeah i was somewhere though and there was this like 58 horde and literally walks like right in front of me and tries to get this herb and i was like are you freaking kidding me like i'm literally right here and I think Bob came over and we just killed him. And then he, like, he was still trying to herb as we were killing him. And I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, yep. It's definitely a bot. <laughs> oh, but so for me, uh, for next. So all I need now in next is the rest of tier three, which I'm not going to pay high for. So I bid low. Um, and then everything else I need is just going to be extremely expensive. So I thought it was, I was still a couple weeks out from actually being able to get anything, but I actually got my urn from KT. But I, I mean, I think it was pretty cheap, but at the same time it drops every week. So I think that's what a lot of people are thinking about when they bid on it, but I got my urn. I didn't know that you got that. How much did you spend on that in DKP? 23. 23. 23. So just so for people's reference, that's just under two weeks of DKP. That's surprising. I actually didn't know that. That's really awesome. And so I turned turned that in. It's 150 attack power to oh. demons and to undead. That's gross. I was thinking of the uh, spell power number. That's actually insane. <laughs> yeah, the spell power numbers, I think, in 80, the 80s. Yeah, like 80-something. Yeah, and like the current trinket that I use that I used before was the blue one, and that was like I believe eighty attack power. So I got a seventy attack power bump uh, with just that trinket, and I got to use it on. I've Mel and I have been doing some jump runs again because I have to get the very last things that I need for uh, for for jewel crafting. So the three uh, you know large story of mines at the end are really good for that. Dude, jump runs are a joke now. Well, okay, first <laughs> off, I tried to do them solo uh, using Willie's video. Boy, Willie makes that look nice and easy, doesn't he? I tried for about two and a half hours, just fail after fail after fail. Like, I did complete one, but boy, it was like, it took like three hours. And I was just like, okay. And all my stuff was broke. Whew. I'm really glad to hear you say that because the other day in in maybe raid somewhere in Discord, you were mentioning like, yeah, I'll do some jump runs on my mage. And I was like, am I the only idiot who struggles with <laughs> with those or your warlock? What were you doing them on? I, yeah, I was doing it on my lock. And yeah, it's lock. actually the easiest on the lock. I would just always, you know, like I'm not super geared, so it would take longer to kill the boss. So I'd have to do jumps and stuff more often. 
and just at one point I jump too far, pull all the mobs. I'd be like, dang it. Yeah, the strategy is the same, and I hate the strategy personally. I yeah. cannot stand doing that, like jump on the ledge, jump off the ledge, and the bosses like come back and forth. I'm I'm kind of bad at it, and like I'm just not I'm not into it. It's not as fun for me. The stupid gnome swims in that like in, oh. like he's the only <laughs> yeah. character that swims, and you can't even you even can take uh, a. You know, the delight to turn yourself into a pirate and it, you still go into swim mode and it just really? keeps, it kept screwing me up. Oh, it was such a pain. But <laughs> so we decided to just, because I'm probably going to drop mining on him anyhow and go jewel crafting. So I was just like, well, I'll just take Blaze of Bob because he's going to be my PVP spec. He's going to be who I'm farming mines with in TBC. So we took, we took our mains and my God. Dire Mall jump runs have gotten so absurdly silly easy. Except for the fact that we think that they're so easy now that we accidentally like pull random things because we forget that <laughs> we should try to. Because before you were so careful because if you pulled a bunch of things, you were going to die and you'd have to run back and everything. And everything that we pulled, like if we pulled one of the paths, we could kill it now easily, which was nice to find out. But I pulled one of the big flower dudes at the beginning it literally got two shot. I was like, okay, those things, still no joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they can do a lot. And uh, I feel that. I think a lot of people are getting that way. And the ZG runs we've been doing, we've been doing ZG after our raids. And it's just people are so careless now. But yeah. we are able to survive, though. Like, I think we had, like, right. seven people. And we pulled, like, four different packs at once. <laughs> And we're just like, what's going on? We somehow lived, and it's just like, what is going on? What are we doing? Like, no one, no one's like paying attention or caring anymore. But it, luckily in ZG, it works out. Everything is just like a normal mob that you can stun and freeze and and sheep. So right. it ends up being pretty easy in ZG. And I heard the last ZG, Bingo fell off a cliff and was never found again. <laughs> I don't remember that. I wasn't in. Someone that group. told me that. That's... Yeah, someone told me that. <laughs> Oh, maybe I wasn't in that group then either, because I was in Yip's group, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But Bob That's was funny. in the other group, and so Bob, he would have been in your group. Are you, are you sure? <laughs> maybe I, none I of us truly, remember Yip, or maybe none of us no remember idea. Bingo, because you fell off a cliff and we never saw him again. <laughs> I'm never in Bingo's group, so I know that... Uh... That I was not there. So. Oh man, yeah. But so it's it's been fun. It seems like the TBC announcements have, you know, it was like two in the morning the other day, and there were twenty two guildies on. You know, it's it seems like it's reinvigorated a lot of people in classic, and it's got a lot of excitement brewing. I think too. There's like I don't want to. I don't want anyone who's like struggling in knacks or maybe hasn't had a lot of knacks probably doesn't feel this way. But I think that not have not knowing what's coming next or like having any idea of when we're done was kind of daunting because once you kill one KT, it's like, OK, how long are we doing this for? And every KT, hey. I'm nervous that people are going to start like, OK, like how long is this going to be it? But now that TBC is announced, everyone's like, OK, we're doing KT, but now we're also thinking about all these other things. I want to get my character geared now. Like, and I kind of want more KT gear so that I can bring it into TBC now. And I'm I'm more interested in the game because I'm going to be leveling a character and I want to make some gold. So a lot of people are coming back and I think playing more than just raid logging. Um, because they're I mean they're just excited. I'm excited. I wish I was yeah. playing right now. Same. I hate this stupid podcast. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I got my helm, guys. Finally. I think I have like seven. The faith of, one? Yeah. 
That's awesome. I think I, I think I have like six or seven pieces now. I truly, you must, because every raid you're hitting me up for cloth. And I'm like, how can this possibly be? I never see who wins anything in Nax. <laughs> and I'm always just like, how could this person still need more? I'm so confused. I still need the chest. I know that. But I think that might be it. And <laughs> the ring, because there's nine. Yeah, yeah, there's nine. It's weird. The rings, the rings, okay. I think it's like thirty-seven healing or something like that. I don't, it doesn't seem that insane. Um, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it might be especially if you're trying to like go eight of eight. There might be another of of those nine pieces that's even worse. Yeah, like I know my empowered leggings are better than. Yeah, yeah, like something like that. You could curate. use the ring. Yeah, you could use the ring and then the empowered leggings as well too, or something like that. So that's. Cool. I don't even that's remember awesome. what the eight of eight bonus is. I don't either. <laughs> something, something to do with priests, I think, if I recall. Yes, Perfectly. that's probably correct. I don't even know what the tier three bonuses are. I just know that the four set bonus gives five percent more uh, chance to hit with your with your taunt. You want to, here's what's messed up about Nax. Why do I still? I got my I got the dreadnought bracers our first night in the Nax when we killed a Nuvercon. I still only have one piece of tier three. Really? What is going on? Where I've got I, three. The rogues, man. The rogues yeah. are paying. Yeah, a bunch I, I know. Them. I know what's going on, but it's like it's crazy how hard it. I'm I'm shocked that they were this far in, and it still seems like it's hard to get some of these pieces. I guess, especially the pieces that I want. We weren't killing those bosses week one. Like I want the helm from Thaddeus, but we didn't kill Thaddeus in our first week in Nax, and we only get Paladin helms. So, what can you do? Oh, you guys, the aid set bonus is really nice. Each spell you cast can trigger an epiphany, increasing your mana regen by 24 for 30 seconds. Oh, that's that All sounds right. fine. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, well, unless anybody has anything else, let's move into... <laughs> Time for the news. So first up, just to clarify, they came out and cl and clarified that the level 58 boost only applies to the Burning Crusade servers and not the Classic Era realms. So you're not going to be able to boost prior to the pre-patch. It'll be after the Burning Crusade realms are, are created and characters are on there, you'll be able to do that. But Yip was kind of reading into this, kind of had a funny thought. It's not a funny thought. I'm not the only one reading into this, okay? <laughs> if you look at any article talking about these boosts, they talk about how the boosts are only available to people without level 60s. And I remember them saying that specifically, whether it was on stage or something else they put out. They definitely specifically said... And if you don't have a level 60, you can get a level 58 optional boost or something like that. So there, there was always this weird caveat of if you don't have a level 60. And I think some people are getting worried. I'm not super worried, but I've seen people talking about the fact that maybe only people without level 60s will have a level 58 boost available to them and not people with accounts with level 60s on them. Kind of odd. I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah, have anything I else mean, to say about that. I don't think they would do that. That'd be such a huge, that would be so like disrespectful almost. It seems disrespectful. Interesting though. It'd be interesting if that's where they were going with it. And that would, it would definitely be weird 
but I could understand that would keep it that would keep it more in line, I guess. I don't know. It does say <laughs> details about availability will be announced at a later date too. So it's not saying that anything could happen. Or you know what I mean? Like it's not saying specifically that everybody will get one or that Yeah. Anything like that. It says vague. It could be, I honestly think, just based on the way they said it, and this could be totally wrong, it could be that they just don't know yet. And like people have been talking about whether it's paid or not. And my impression was that it was paid, but I guess they didn't actually say that 100% anywhere. And I know a lot of people are assuming that it's paid, but it could be free. So I, I have a feeling they maybe just don't even know yet what they want to do. So they just floated out the vaguest idea of it. So that right. <laughs> they can just sort of, we're going to do it. Just prepare yourselves. We're going to do it. it. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we're definitely going to do it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a little interesting. Um, and in the other news, uh, so the Battle.net app catalog updated for the TBC internal alpha. Now, the Wowhead article says that the alpha is just is there a difference between internal alpha and alpha because they say it's just for blizzard employees but i mean i was in the alpha for for shadowlands for months before the the beta ever even came out like in my launcher it said alpha and it didn't say beta i don't remember them ever really putting out a real alpha i do remember the shadowlands thing saying alpha um, for a little while and you mentioning that before but I don't I think they only ever really release beta and I think alpha has always been internal um, that could be is it wrong, internal but... and friends and family maybe no no that's usually that beta. could be why that I got it yeah I, but I mean I was definitely in alpha for a long time I don't really remember with Shadowlands uh, how it worked the the beta was out for a while though if I recall and I was in the beta but I don't remember how the Shadowlands stuff worked. I have a feeling there won't be like an alpha for TBC. So I think when they say internal alpha, I don't think it means like we're doing the internal alpha and then we're going to have the external alpha later. <laughs> I, that would be just crazy. What I'm thinking though, and what I, I've seen a couple other people um, kind of muse that it, this, this makes it sound like the TBC internal alpha is just starting, but some people are thinking that this is just the alpha for the launcher and that, this is this is like a prelude that the beta is coming actually very, very soon. It's not that they're just now testing the alpha for TBC. They're now testing the launcher for the alpha or the launcher for the beta or whatever they may do with it. So it could be that the, the beta is coming relatively soon, or this could mean it's nowhere near soon and they're just starting. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. I still think that it's coming pretty soon. A lot of people are speculating that now the TBC release is going to be summer, but I just don't think so. But maybe, I mean, I like, what do I know? I'm on the summer squad now. I thought that the beta was going to come out with BlizzCon, which was funny because I don't think I even mentioned that in my predictions. <laughs> in the predictions I said, I don't think I said that I, I was like, going to be 100% sure. The beta is absolutely coming <laughs> with BlizzCon. Uh, but the fact that it's not, if if the beta doesn't come out in the next week or two, then I'm not sure I I see an earlier than summer release myself. But eh, we'll see. see. Yeah. What kind of sucks this year? BlizzCon was online. Usually BlizzCons, if you're hanging out in the right circles, hanging out at the right parties, you get a pretty good idea at actual like good information. It's not information I could ever say on the podcast or anything like like that. You know. 
if you know I were to do that, then I would never get information again. You know what I mean? It's it would it would burn my bridges. But you just don't get that same type of information across DMs, and so it's kind of a bummer that we didn't get to have you know the parties at Blizz at BlizzCon because you get to hear all kinds of juicy stuff. You can never tell anybody, but it's still fun to know. Yeah, you'll have to try to ask a dev for their cash app or Venmo. Maybe that'll help smooth things along, you know, <laughs> instead of pulling out a 20, like, hey, what's your cash app? <laughs> right. Uh, well, yeah, it turns out the dev that I knew no longer works for Blizzard. I'd still know people at Blizzard, but not a dev. Uh-oh. Oops. Uh-oh. Scuff stream. Sorry about that. What happened? <laughs> I just accidentally clicked off somehow. None, there's none to see here, folks. None to see, but... All right, well, that kind of ends the news, so we're going to move into Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? This is just kind of off the cuff. What do you guys want to talk about a little bit? Like, if chat has any questions they want to ask, that would be cool, too, because... This was supposed to be the spot for Chillbra's interview, but we have nothing. So anything you wanted to bring up? I'm excited to play TBC. Um, I think that something that I think maybe more people, more guilds are going to be in this trouble that we're in. Maybe we can talk about that. Uh, the fact that our guild has more people coming from TBC is actually a really big problem that we're going to have to address before TBC comes out. I think it's reasonable to bring 30 to maybe, you know, 35 people maybe into TBC. You have Karazhan runs that you want to do uh, with as many people as possible, but you also want to bring alts into Karazhan runs. Um, somebody in chat is talking about two raid groups. I don't think that's particularly feasible personally <laughs> uh two raid groups is just like the worst it's, it's, <laughs> it's a like lot. The, it's a lot it really is a lot uh, i think it's possible but then you go from having you have your, to have two your... raid leaders that are willing to do it on the different days and still talk to each other and then i don't know you probably always have one that's better than the other and so everybody wants to be in that raid group yeah and now we don't need five shamans we need 10 shamans like the the, the class requirements become uh, you know pretty difficult i think having 35 people ish 30 to 35 people is good because class requirements are seemingly more strict in tbc i think at the end of the day it's not going to be as strict as everyone's making it out to be right now everyone's like warlocks hunters like you you only bring one warrior for the debuff but in actuality most guilds are going to be fine not sticking to that but where i think we're probably going to try to stick to it so having two raid groups to fit the raid comp we want is going to be very, very difficult. For sure. Something else to think about too, just for every guild is that you got Karazhan and that's 10 man raid Two 10 man raids. Not that hard, but you're leaving five people of the main raid out also. Yeah. You need to go. I think you have to go beyond. Like if you have 25 people, you've got to get like alts up ASAP in order to run like 30 people so that you can have the three Karazans. Cause it is a, you don't want five people just sitting. You want your guild guild geared as geared as possible. And with Karazan, it's like pretty easy to go in there. I think that if there's people who maybe don't need a ton of gear and want to just like collect DKP in a DKP guild and maybe switch people in and out, maybe it'll work out with 25. I I'm not 
sure though it, it's much better to just have five alts participate spread out across these these three raids and that's the way to do it but yeah i also think there's a lot of people that right now say they want to play and then when it comes down to it and we start getting into tbc you have to level up and then start raiding i feel like there will be some inevitable drop off yeah i actually worry about good players who i like who might not have that time in the first couple weeks to level really quickly because the the raid group might end up just getting set in stone almost where if you have 25 people who all leveled in the first like three days and they're 70 they're ready to go we're going into karazhan and now two weeks later someone who was like a huge part of classic hits 70 they want to raid it's hard <laughs> to just immediately bring someone in who's two weeks behind everybody else or three right. weeks behind everybody else. Classic was way more like you had people hit 60 uh, pretty quickly the first couple of weeks. You had people hit 60 in the first month. You had people hit 60 all the way up to like three months. People were still recruiting. You need 40 people. People are always bringing on members, losing members. It wasn't that bad to like freshly get your previous and then go into a raid. I think it might be a little more challenging with an established guild right now. I think you'll be able to find a guild uh, who needs players. But if you have, if you're going in with 30, 35 players, if you're not leveling really quickly, you might find yourself in some trouble securing a raid spot, which is not fortunate. That's not a great thing to do. I personally yeah, hate anyone ideal. sitting, but it really is not ideal. Well, and it just stinks to like think that you have to level up those first few days, right? It yep. should be a little bit more lax, I think. and. I know we're leaning more towards more hardcore. Maybe we're ca-core instead of cash-core, you know what I mean? Just got a little... <laughs> Cut off a little bit. And, I mean, Mel and I could, you know, if we, like, if Mel can't take vacation and stuff, we we might fall into that boat, too, you know? Like, we we were late, even though we were playing pretty much every day. We were also not... Like everybody talks about how they rushed through classic and wish they hadn't. That's something Mel and I didn't do. We did almost every quest in the game. We got to enjoy most areas. You know, we did each dungeon when we got to them, you know, two to four times, you yeah. know, but we didn't, you know, we didn't just spam dungeons. And so we enjoyed our entire workup. But I think TBC, we're definitely more on the boat of getting that first character quickly through dungeons and ready to be raid ready as fast as possible but it'll just kind of depend like hopefully mel doesn't have to travel at, you know that that week like i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of scary and we just have to wait and see i guess yeah the leveling meta is gonna make a big difference as well too so i know at least personally it sounds like the dungeon grinding meta is what's going to be the best. It's going to be really hard yeah. to quest. Even if it's not more XP per hour, technically, just the fact that there's going to be so much PvP going on, especially as the gates sure. like open, the gates open, the dark portal opens, um, there's going to be a ton of PvP going on in a lot of the early zones, and that is going to be endless. Like For the first week, I'm, new people are going to be coming in a lot, I think, making it hard to quest. So, like, I know personally I'm going to be, and I'm sure there's going to be another group of five that are dungeon leveling to try to do Karazhan, like, ASAP. They're going to, we're going to do Karazhan yep. ASAP, do it as quickly as possible. The question really comes down to is, like, how many people do that? Because it could be that most people end up casually leveling by questing and then 
you know, everyone's level 70 a week later. And maybe a week isn't that crazy while you're working to hit 70. Um, I, I don't think it is. Like, I don't think it's that crazy to do a level and a half a day, um, personally. So I think that it, it won't, maybe it won't be too crazy. It just depends on how many people are doing what. If 25 people are dungeon grinding and do to be able to do care that first week, you will get left. Like, people will end up getting left behind. Um, I think it depends on their class, too, right? Yeah, there's certain yeah, people that have certain classes that won't get left behind. Yeah, exactly. So I think that, um, yeah, I think that that first week, I don't think that you'll have to dungeon grind or anything like that to keep up with with any guild. But you you will want to be on in questing so that you don't get left behind if you are like us. Again, this is all a caveat of like if you are like us where you're bringing in way too many people, <laughs> like if you're bringing right. in 40 people into a 25 man scenario, the people who level fast are going to be at a, a big advantage over the people who don't. Well, and what's interesting is, you know, it is from the, from what I understand and I do remember it the same way. Also, it is actually quite a bit faster to quest to 70. However, with the amount of people that are going to be in the world, there's a lot of like, ifs and things that can go wrong if you're taking that method. Also, if you level just in dungeons, I think I've mentioned this before, you get up to honored in dungeons and then you can go back and do all the quests at level 70, get more gold, and you still get the rep past honored for doing those quests. So it's actually it's actually much better. Yeah, I was going to say and this could be off. I remember it taking quite a while for me originally in tbc to hit you need to be revered i believe right am i crazy you need to be revered for uh, to get into heroics if it's pre like at some point they changed it to honored throughout tbc i think that i think they said they were i think they said they were gonna do it revered i think they actually said confirmed in the q a that they were gonna keep it revered i think i saw that yeah, too but so, not positive yeah like assuming that's correct um i recall it being very difficult to be revered with every single heroic so if you're not dungeon grinding it's going to be like very annoying if i recall to, to actually be on the same level where if you want to do every heroic every day then you're gonna you're gonna be a lot of play time away from that if you don't dungeon grind to level i think <laughs> which which is another problem and uh freaking chat said that like two weeks for 10 levels like is probably pretty doable. I'm, if I remember correctly, Mel and I's first characters from, I think it was, we, we started brand new. So we went in uh, and like the first wave had gone, you know, because <clears throat> we were a couple weeks late working up through classic, but I don't think it took us, I think it was less than two weeks to go from level 58 to level 70. So I don't think it's, as much time as people think, but we did no, do quests. He was quests. saying two weeks is too long. You're saying like you can oh, give up long. one reset yeah. and that's acceptable, but two weeks to get ten levels that seems a little excessive. Is what he's saying. Yeah, I think I, I think the the biggest problem is when the reset is right. Like I, I if they put it out on Tuesday, that's fine. And there's you have seven days to do Karazhan. Most people should be seventy within that first reset time. Maybe you don't get a Karen. But yeah, like if you're not 70 by the end of that next week's reset, then like you really are just not trying to level. And as fun as TBC is, I love TBC. It's not really like classic WoW, uh, well, vanilla WoW, where 
you can it's easy to take your time i mean there's nothing really to do in tvc until you hit 70 like there's you're not going to be wandering off and, and being nostalgic about like skinning or anything like you're just going to go you're just going to go level you're going to quest your new dungeons they're going to level are there herbs in tbc yep. there are herbs okay are. E- like even if you quest though it's still like very it's very what's the word i'm looking for it's all right there like you're getting seven quests you're going out efficient. doing them real close and then turning it in it's like the best questing or like it's they they realize that it's so fun to just like go be in Zangermarsh. You, you fill up your quest log, you go out, you complete them all, and you get that turn in. You're like, oh, I'm not leveling very much. I've only gotten half a level today. And then you turn in all your quests and it just feels yeah. so good. It's different. Is it different than like, yeah, you have to get the quest on here and then go to the other side of the continent to turn it in and then. <laughs> walking, walking Simulator 2006 is gone in TBC. Yeah. Which is basically before mounts, it was just horrible. You're like, okay, well, I guess I'm making the walk to here now. And just getting to new zones <laughs> to get the flight path was yep. probably, I mean, probably one day worth of time on your on your level from one to sixty. If you're questing, I might be crazy too. I ended up doing a lot of dungeons actually on my way to sixty, but mainly because I just couldn't figure out where to level. Like in, I feel like in vanilla, it's like, where do I do quests now? And I don't re- like, it's okay, I can Google. Yeah. I mean, no, but like you Google it and it's like, oh, nowhere. Like the answer is nowhere. There's like, <laughs> it seems like there's not enough quests in the game to level to 60. Like it just seems like absurd. They're like, oh yeah. You there can do- are times where I ran out of quests. Yeah, yeah. You can do five quests in South Shore. And now it's like, you have to go back to Tanaris to do these five quests. And it's like, oh my God, this is insane. I spent some time like figuring out my leveling path. In TBC, though, it's just zone, zone. So you just keep going. So here, in chat, Corpse is saying that you have to farm the level 70 dungeons normal. Yeah, that is correct. To go from honored to revered. So do all the dungeons have a level 70 option? No, 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 no. There's a level 70 dungeon in every uh, group of dungeons. So like in the first zone, Hellfire Peninsula, you have Ramparts, Blood Furnace, and then there's Shattered Halls, and you can't go into Shattered Halls until you are level 70. So that's, God, that's how it works. There's so many cool dungeons, too, coming up, man. There's and there, a lot, yeah. And, you know, they're not as epic as, like, a Blackrock Depths, but at the same time, not as frustrating. And, I mean, it's – I can't wait to see the speed-running meta for dungeons because I think it's really going to pop off and people not having to get world buffs – I mean, I'm going to be excited to try some of those going forward, whereas it kind of, like, when people were getting world buffs and getting these times, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that, so I guess <laughs> I'm just not going to speedrun, you know? Yeah, I mean, it. especially now, it seems like things are getting more and more rare uh, to drop. I want to save that heart that I got for <laughs> my raid, not for, like, doing right. something fun. Uh, no fun allowed, of course. Obviously. So yeah, this is the no fun zone. I just did PVP and TBC. So, yep. Can you walk me through a little bit of what the beginning phase one PVE will look like for me? Yeah. So uh, I also only PVP'd, but I can still answer that. So we're going to be doing Karazhan a lot. I think Kara still just has a weekly reset. I don't think Kara is like, am I crazy? Is Kara like ZG <laughs> where you have, there's like a three day reset? 
like Ani? I don't I'm think not so. Sure, now I, that I, you say that, I did write at the end, and I only did it once a week. Um, right, yeah. So okay, so corpse clarified. Kara is weekly, like I thought, and then Zolomon comes out later with the three day reset. Uh, but so, so corpse is our new phone friend right yeah, now so on the podcast. Phase one should actually be pretty simple. You do have to get attuned to Kara by doing like some dungeons and heroics, I think. Um, so there is like an attunement to Karazan, which we will be doing. But the main thing, and I'm hoping that this is all accomplishable in one night where we do Karazan and then there's two dungeons that are basically like you have uh, Magtheridon, which is in Hellfire uh, Peninsula. Which I think, if I recall, is just trash, Citadel? and then you, what? Oh yeah, in Hellfire Peninsula. I yeah. see. I'm looking. So, at you, it. so you just kill. I think it's just trash, and then Magtheridon, and then you do Grill's Lair, which I think is just two bosses. You have like, um, I don't know. I don't want to say they're ogres. I think they're ogres. That could be like Grons or some nonsense. Who knows? Um, but Grill has like two bosses. There's a Mage Tank, which is fun, uh, and you just kill Grill. So those are like the shorter like. They're kind of more like Ani. They're like more bite-sized with what you're doing. Uh, but I'm hoping that can all be accomplished in one night. It feels unlikely starting out unless we're pushing raid a little bit longer because Karazhan is kind of a beast. Like Karazhan is is a is a beast of a dungeon. It's or a, of a raid. It's really fun and awesome. But there's there's a lot to get through. And the first time through, people are gonna need their handheld. I think. Uh, going in there, so yeah. well, what? And I and we ran, uh, we ran Karazan, uh, in Wrath. So we were going back and doing all the old stuff so we could get the achievements, and that's a whole other thing people have been talking about too. We might want to hit on that next, but uh, we we ran through Karazan, and I remember chess was really neat, and then. There was that show that was going on that could be like yeah, the three different encounters. Yeah, yeah that opera. was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of cool stuff in there that I thought was really neat. Yeah, I mean, it, the flavor of the of the raid is is really awesome. I think that people are going to be surprised if you if you haven't rated a lot in in WoW at all, and like you've only really rated in classic and you're going through TBC is going to be awesome for you because like a lot of the raids are just really good. Um, they're much more like Nax than they are Molten Core. So it'll be a lot of fun. I don't think it'll be as hard as Nax either. It'll be like a, a middle ground of like, it's it's pretty challenging, but it's not as like, oh, we need our world buffs to be able to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <real> buffs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so, God, I'm so excited. I think most people are. Especially now, everyone's on and playing, and like everyone's excited for TBC, and I still can't play my main character when I get buffs, even <laughs> though I'm thinking about TBC now. I like I still right. like, Nax Nax isn't so easy that we can have people not coming with world buffs. We have we need a majority right. of people coming with world buffs to make it like smooth. So it, it is kind of a bummer. <laughs> I will say we were talking to nobody though the other day, and it is kind of this like extra sort of tension and focus that people have when we have world buffs, right? We have a much more focused raid when everybody has their world buffs. When people lose their world buffs, we start pulling trash packs, random people die every pull, like... And the bummer about it is that people should still continue to try, but it's human nature to be angry. You know, like... I had to retrain my brain so that I still tried just as hard as I did prior when I lose world buffs. And it's not an easy task, and it's not a task some people even want to do. And 
it's just a bummer. Like, and it's just something with it getting taken out. It it solves so many problems. There's been a lot of animosity towards different people for making mistakes. Like and the healers, everybody makes mistakes, and it's okay. But like, people would get overly mad at them because of losing world buffs and it's just it sucks like you can't no one ever wants to try anything new to try and make a boss better because we're like well no we might lose world buffs yeah. let's just do it how we're used to doing it you know and and so it just you know it leaves out trying like hey now maybe i'm going to try this without resist gear you know it just leaves out those tests you're always so scared and for me it makes me play like a wimp on trash i mean a literal wimp like now I go in late and I'm in tank gear when we do trash, when I have world buffs. And it's just embarrassing. So 2.5 was made for, Bob. Just, <laughs> just get on in there and uh, good luck. It, I mean, it is there. I mean, there are good things and bad things. The The bad is obvious. There's a ton of bad involved with, with the buffing. And there is good, though, that people focus. And it's, it is, like, fun. It brings an extra element. But the problem is that it isn't, like, optional anymore. <laughs> With, like, AQ, you have a little bit of that. It's more personal. Now it's just everybody. I dread anybody dying with world buffs now and Nax. I'm like, please, no it's death. It's very stressful. Like, yeah, so it is. I can't tell you how many times Karen gets to, like, 10 health somehow. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Karen stands out to me, but I feel like he often is. Dude, and we have the new, uh, the new hardest thing for our guild, jumping off the top of Nax. Oh no, man! Yeah, so we summon. Tried to, yeah, I've been trying to tell everybody: walk to the edge, do a one eighty, back up. You won't have very much momentum at all. You'll fall right in the center. But everybody tries to run off frontwards, and they go past the portal. And sometimes you get stuck in the side of the thing. But we've had so many people lose their world buffs trying to jump down. I just RP walk and walk right off and get right into the dungeon. We summon on top of Nax now. And uh, you can just sort of like, there's like these spider legs that you can be on. And we just jump into the center and get ported in. However, I was in your same camp too. Until this uh, the other night, I did the same thing I always do to jump down. And I the same thing happened to FJ the week prior. I just hit an invisible wall and it pushed me off. Like I jumped in like normal and I hit a wall and it pushed me out. And I realized immediately the way it pushed me, <laughs> I was like, this is exactly what happened to FJ the other day. Because I was I was making fun of him. Like, why did you jump that way, you idiot? Ha ha ha. And then it happened to me. <laughs> and then later on in the like when we first start summons, the summoning group is in the main raid group. But then later on, it turns into they're a different group and people don't realize they're jumping down before they get in the main group and then they're out of group. It's it's definitely come with some learning pace. And then last week, Bingo Slowfold. Bingo Slowfold <laughs> Thursday. Wow. He did Which slow also fall. did not work. <laughs> in case was anybody so was funny. wondering. <laughs> Everyone's just trying out. I th I'm so over summoning. I'm so over it. It's just like, it's been I nothing. Like it. We go into Nax with less world buffs because of it. It's just like absurd. It's just, it's been such a, um, um, it's been, just been so chaotic. If we had like a more secure one, like the one underneath, like the Horde have, that would feel a lot better. Right now, it's just so nerve wracking knowing that people could be dying on the way in. Plus, you can get like Frost Nova midair and stuff. If you're not, you have to invis pot. Like the new rule is you have to invis pot. 
You cannot right. be getting summoned up there and not invis potting because, like, it, it if the horde are paying attention, they can mess you up. I got really lucky. You can do so a I, lesser invis pot though. You don't have to pay like a bunch of money for them. Yeah, I've been using lesser. It's not that much money for what it saves you. Because <laughs> if you lose your buffs, it's like it feels really bad, and you lost even more money. But I got hit off the side, and there's like forty horde, if not more, down there. It, it's it's absolutely nuts. And I think like eight of them jumped down and started attacking me. Last stand shield wall. I made it in alive. Jump. I had to run all the way around on foot, all the way into Nax with like forty horde oh there, God. and I made it in alive. It was actually insane. That's awesome. It was actually. That's awesome. I was super. Okay, can I ask? Can I ask a stupid question? Of course. How come the horde can stand on top of it? Like, you know, I don't if you know. stand on top of the portal, oh, you get ported in. Not I don't in a, understand. No, they're not in. A, they're not in a raid group. Easy, got it done. If you're not in a raid group, you don't you don't zone in. It could also be that they rezzed on top of it. There, uh, you won't zone in if you res on top of it. There, maybe even if you get summoned like right there, it might not uh, force you in. You also, yeah, you also don't. If you drop down, you don't zone in until you move uh, just a little it's bit a, for, yeah, forward. You move a no, little bit. I feel like I drop down every week and just port right in it just i think it really just depends it's so finicky because I, I don't think it has like a it doesn't have like a vertical amount of port in you have to like land and begin the it's so it's so odd it's just not as clean as any of the other summon spots and i don't like it <laughs> yeah i don't either so I, I like something it. else that i wanted to kind of bring up that i just thought of just a little bit ago is People have been asking, hey, achievements came in in pre-patch for Wrath. Why don't they put in achievements now? What do you guys think about that? I would love achievements. I don't think there's anything wrong with achievements. Not just achievements, but like stat trackers. I think stat trackers are awesome. Um, just like knowing how many kills you've gotten on certain things. I think that it's like a decent amount of work to come up with achievements. If they just do like basic achievements, like you've killed X or Y... I think that's fine. I would like to see achievements of like hard mode stuff. So we were talking about being on edge for world buffs. I think achievements could create that same atmosphere. Like, okay, you have yeah. to do the, you have to do girls layer without having anybody die. Now, all of a sudden you have that same pressure of like, okay, we're doing this. It's going to be really hard. Everyone focus up and it's optional. It's not just like, oh, we're going to have a horrible night <laughs> if, right. if we don't do everything correctly. Well, and what I've heard, the the best excuse I've heard for not putting them in, and it's something I didn't think about until someone said it, is just how toxic achievements started to become in Wrath. Like, basically, to get into pug groups and stuff, mm -hmm. they'd be like, looking for this, item score this, uh, minimum, and link achievement. And so if... You've never done it before. How do you get the achievement if no one will take somebody without the achievement? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm about to say something I don't have a, not a, a lot of knowledge on. and Maybe someone in chat can correct me. But I think that it's even worse, though, now. I think they have some sort of thing called, like, Raider score or something in retail where, like, I, I really don't know what it's a factor of. But everyone wants to check your score to invite you to 
to dungeons like you can't do a mythic if you don't have like x or y and it's i i, I agree Are you sure it's just not item level it is absolutely not item level it is like some nonsense third party stuff <laughs> some nonsense. That, and it's not it's not like gear score it's not gear score it's like your raider score <laughs> and i i it's like how much you have uptime on your uh, on your rotation or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So Stu said it. It's it's Raider.io, I think. And I remember everyone was talking about it. And I don't know all the stats that have to do with, like, what your points are, but I just don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> I just so we're, we're a no for achievements, I think, after this discussion. No, I just, I don't think that it'll be like that in TBC, personally. I mean, maybe it would be, but... I don't think that the completion, I just don't think that the completion achievements are going to be that hard either in TBC. Um, I also mainly play in guild right now, so I wouldn't care too much personally. I know that's a little selfish. If I wasn't in a guild or if I was pugging a lot, it's like absolutely the worst meta to have. If you're pugging, you do not want this sort of thing to be in the game. If you're just playing with your guild, though, I feel like there's only upsides pretty much. Yeah, and I mean, I would take them. Like, I, I thought they were kind of fun. Um, I, you know, I remember the first time they came out, I was like, well, I got to go run across the entire, uh, Azeroth map so that I could uncover everything. And that was surprisingly a day of fun, which would never be a day of fun any other time. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it brings you out into the world. It has you doing like menial tasks, but they give you that, like. They, they trigger that enjoyment because you're progressing your character, which I think is vital to an RPG is, you know, you're trying to progress your character through. Um, I remember when they came out, I wasn't happy. I was done with WoW back in the day. When I heard about Wrath, I was like, Wrath, I'm not, I'm done with, with this dumb game. They're putting a, they're putting a harbor in Stormwind. Forget <laughs> this nonsense. And of course, I like, I'm at the midnight release or whatever, like, picking up my Wrath of the Lich King, but I, I tried to was say. Was it the harbor in Cataclysm, though? I think it's Wrath. No, because the boat to Wrath, the the boat to Wrath is in the harbor. Oh, okay. See, I <laughs> didn't play. I didn't play Alliance in Wrath. Yeah, so yeah. I guess so I to get to Borean Tundra, you have to take the boat. Man, I I was almost like, whoa, is my memory just completely wrong on this? But no, yeah, it's definitely Wrath. Yeah, I just figured it was something that came in with Cataclysm because so much changed. I did think it was neat to see all the changes in Cataclysm. I know a lot of people hated on that, but for me, like Cataclysm, the things that that I hated on were just like servers clashing together and uh, the automation of raiding and the the automation of group finder and like the automation stuff, you know, people talk about all these different changes like dual spec and stuff. I just don't get it because I liked most of the changes through wrath. It was when they started getting rid of talents that I thought they were killing the game. When they started automating every dungeon you did and it puts you right back where, you know, you just have to go to the main city to do everything. Like, that's when I thought the game was getting kind of rough. Like I did think it was pretty neat to see Cataclysm and how it changed so many things. You mean like the zones in particularly? I, yeah, I yeah. think I think it's a pretty like I don't know. I I like I like ironically make those arguments. Like yeah, Cata sucked, dude. Like why would they split the Barons in half? Like <laughs> because it's like it is such a silly. <laughs> thing to be right. worried about but what it really was like, it was an overhaul of like the leveling and stuff i think that, i think that isn't a problem but i think that wrath 
I mean, uh, TBC technically started the like casual player um, meta where you have the badges of justice that start dropping in heroics where you can just buy gear. You don't have to go raid to get raid gear. Then Wrath brought more of those kind of casual changes. And then I think that every expansion has sort of just added on to that. And so many people like Wrath that they're going to pinpoint Kata as like the <laughs> the turning point of right. when things got really bad. Like the bad stuff started in Wrath and then Kata, like they just, they, they just took everything and ran with it. But I mean, the Kata had a lot of its own problems, but yeah, I, I don't think that adding a Harbor to Stormwind or, or changing zones around <laughs> is one of them. I think that that was like a really smart thing for them to do. And they've basically done the same thing by overhauling the way you level now in retail, where you can just pick like any zone that you want. And you just like you you only have to level in like one expansion if you want. So they already like kind of re overhauled how the leveling works, which I think uh, was really smart. But yeah, Kata's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I like I loved Wrath. I think I think Wrath might be my favorite, especially early Wrath. And then I think TBC is my second favorite. But I mean, the quests where you ran into the Lich King were so neat. They were. You know, made you feel like part of the story. I thought questing was really fun there, but yeah, I don't know. Everybody freaks out about the changes, but really, those types, these types of changes that are coming in with TBC aren't the changes that pissed me off. Before before the survey came out, they they launched that original TBC survey asking if we'd be interested in it. Did we think that there was going to be a TBC uh, coming for Classic? I don't remember like what my where my headspace was like, but like after the survey came out, I was like, OK, we're definitely getting TBC. But prior to that, were we thinking it was just going to be vanilla? No, I think we always thought there would be TBC. Yeah. For me, it wasn't always for me. It was after seeing the crazy success of classic. That was when I was like, well, well yeah, there's no freaking way. They're definitely going to do it. And then. When the survey came out, you're like, yep, there's the feeler right there. Because I don't think anybody, me included, had any idea how big Classic would would be. And I mean, you could see it, you know, everybody gets pissy, but you could see it in their quarterly earnings report after Classic came out. Yeah, a lot of people came back to Classic that weren't currently subbed to, to retail. I think the question is, when do they stop? That that is a question that I don't. Who knows? They might just keep going right. forever. But uh, all all the way back up. Um. But the 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 only reason I ask that is just I feel like my opinions changed about classic as a whole because classic now means more than just vanilla classic, right? For a long time, classic just means vanilla, and I was super excited to finally be able to come back and play vanilla. I I was a child before. I didn't take it seriously, whatever. And now that we're through classic. I think doing Nax is awesome. Nax is a blast. I'm really glad that we we did this whole trip. I've loved Classic WoW. Obviously, we do a podcast on it. <laughs> but now that we're like through it all, Vanilla is like pretty good. I mean, like, right. Vanilla is a pretty I good game. I have no desire to go back and do it again. Yeah, like I think about TBC and Wrath and I'm like way more excited then I like I think yeah. those will be more fun to play. I was super excited about Vanilla Classic. I remember being like, I didn't know people wanted this. Like, this is insane. We're finally getting it. Like, this is going to be so awesome. And now, like, it's kind of crazy how much more I'm looking forward to TBC than I was. Right. <laughs> than I than I really am, like, retroactively thinking about Classic. 
when I started classic, I was like, I might get to level 40, you know, and get my mount and have some nostalgic fun. And then all of a sudden around like level 30, I was like, nah, dude, I'm in this for good. I'm watching like everything I'm watching is classic on YouTube and I'm upset because there's not more podcasts and I'm just binging everything I possibly can because there was all this stuff from years prior that I was just binging and I, my Overwatch buddies were messaging me on Discord like, dude, uh, are you not playing today? I'm like, no, like I'm hiding I'm like hiding on freaking Battle.net showing offline so that I could keep playing WoW Classic. I mean, <laughs> it was nuts how much bigger it was than I thought it was going to be. That's really funny. I was like way too hyped for it. I was kind of the opposite. Um, me and Bubble Hearth mm -hmm. in the guild, we played a private server before the beta came out. Actually, maybe as the beta came out, I think we didn't ask our friend for beta access or something or maybe it was like it was like streamers at and we're like whatever so we played a private server to see what we wanted to play and then we were so into that that we then asked for beta access got beta access then played that and we're just like so stoked on vanilla we're like vanilla is the greatest game ever we've really missed out on this and now i'm like tbc is way better <laughs> like tbc is gonna be Dude, so much better than it's this just was. <laughs> it just keeps getting better like into the start of Wrath, and then things just start, in my opinion, of course, just kind of start going the wrong direction. Yeah. And it it was definitely a slow burn. And what's sad is that the direction that they were choosing to go, I, along with many other people, was all for it. I was like, Dungeon Finder, this is the coolest thing ever. This is going to be so great. Just I just didn't know, you know? And there's so many things like that, you know, that... You just think about You're later. So heartbroken. Like, People do like retail still. I will. I will throw that one out there. That. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Wait, what? I never saw it coming. How could they do this to me? But I think that's like oh retail became what I feel like retail needed to become. I think like I think that that is just they realize that their biggest audience likes a lot of that stuff, and it cut out people who don't like it. Like there are people like Bob who just don't like it at all. Um, there are people like me who just like it just doesn't feel like wow anymore and I just sort of feel like I'm playing a different MMO altogether and I don't want to play a different MMO <laughs> altogether I, I want to play wow um, but yeah I mean there are a lot of people who love the way retail is right now alright so another thing I was thinking about and I've had discussions with different people about this and so what about if they added an option to turn on current graphics in tbc classic so they didn't just trans they didn't just make everybody have current uh, graphics it was literally a setting you could toggle on and off in the ui that would change you from you know tbc classic graphics to current day graphics yeah, so and you could do this be in something WAD. that wouldn't hurt yeah you could do this Why in wad where when they first launched the like updated character models you could turn them on and off um and i was i was kind of in that why though like mel is but when looking at some of these like blue post threads on wowhead there's a ton of people clamoring about updated graphic models and i maybe it's just people who are coming from retail who have never tried these older expansions who don't have nostalgia and of course they want wow to look like their wow right like that really could just be where it's coming from I yeah. personally, I mean, I wouldn't use it personally. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 
See, I would definitely toggle it on and off. I don't know that I would use it full time just because one of the things I don't like is how you run in retail. It feels just so bouncy. It's horrible. Uh, you're you're literally yeah. you're like dance jumping around like it, you're, you swing your arms like a cartoon character. It is. It's a little silly if you and if you don't believe me, I can objectively prove this. If you play <laughs> a death knight of you play a death knight of any race and when you're in the death knight zone, they let you like run like 50 percent faster or something. Uh, at some point when you're going through the quest chain and it's really noticeable when you're running fast how ridiculous some of these models like oh I'm pretty God. sure gnomes are like falling over they're so like <laughs> see I, I guess I was just thinking what could it hurt like it couldn't you know if you're not seeing it you don't want to see it you don't have to I guess how much that work do is want to see it do like how much see, work is that's it for what them I don't if know. it's a lot of work for them then I feel like there's no point I'd rather them put their efforts towards something else like definitely definitely <laughs> right or anything right like but if it's something as simple as like put this into classic tbc and it takes you know an hour okay then yeah maybe i don't care i i just don't care either way i don't want them to waste resources and yeah. money on I, it yeah people well, already have i just um t-morph i think i think it's t-morph where you can like turn your character into like whatever you want you can be riding any mount that you want and you can just like do anything and That's it's just, just yeah. giant size when, stuff. When when IDD was was turning himself into Neff yeah. and we and we got to watch it on stream. Yeah. So like that already exists. So it's not like there I don't think there's any sort of like game reason to not do it. It would be nice. I mean, if people want it, I say do it cuz I want the population of, of Classic WoW to be as large as possible. So if it's going to make people come play, I say turn it on. I I mean, I I think that if you I'm just going to say, if you don't, if you're actively against this, other than for the reason Mel said, which is like development time going to the wrong place, if it's just a button switch on and you're still like actively against it, I feel like you're just like mad at you're other people having petty. fun. Yeah, you're, yeah it's you're like if, if it's petty. just yeah. for other people, just let people have what they want to have. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I just think back to there was this game series that I played when I was really young called Monkey Island. It was an adventure game series. And later on, they redid it with new graphics. But at any time, you could always toggle back to the old graphics. And it was so neat to just see the, the two different trans transitions. I think I always checked it out every place I went at least ch just check to see, you know, what the difference was. So I, I'm assuming I would stay on regular graphics, but I'd do some boss fights and stuff with the new graphics just to see, you know, it'd just be interesting. Yeah, the remastered Halo games are the same way. Like, you can play Combat Evolved, like, when it came out originally or with updated graphics, you just toggle it back and forth, and that's, like, funny to watch. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I think that there's really no problem with it. Uh, it would be interesting to see also. It'd be kind of bizarre, right. but I don't know how much. Like, It would just be like your character models, I presume, is all that they would really be able to do to any to any extent. I don't even know if I don't know what BC even looks like in normal. Like, did they redo zones at any point or like textures upgraded at all anywhere? It, it does look like it's been up uh, upgraded. I was watching uh, Aurelius do uh, TBC raids and he was doing um in the uh i guess it's like some option you could do in retail where they put you at the same level as the dungeon so they went and killed yeah. illidan uh 
Yeah, time walking. And it it was actually kind of difficult for him. It took him a couple hours to do the uh, do the instance. And it definitely looked better. Maybe I'm just crazy, but, you know, I mean, also I would at the same time, all the Illidan footage I saw before was four by three graphics and not on YouTube. It was on, you know, the old sites. Yeah, because, like, if you think about, like, is it... Is it updated textures or is it just like better shadows and like better? Like, I don't, I'm not like a super game developer, but there's like other things that they improved in the game that I think would cross over to everything. Who knows? But if there's updated graphics, as long as it's optional, throw it in there. I'm for it. Why not? Why not? All right. So, something else I heard Bob is just trying uh, to make so us go really long. I feel like poor <laughs> Kevin Jordan. He was on like every podcast except for ours. And I was going to ask him, but like he'd been on every podcast. And I thought, okay, why, you know, why, you know, that's just too much Kevin Jordan if you can have that. But I felt so bad for him in all these different interviews because something I didn't think about, but, you know, he really hates a lot of the changes. Like he hates yeah. uh, Paladins getting Seal of Blood. And he made a, you know, he made a analogy. He's like, just imagine. You had this great thing that you made that you were super proud of, and then you left, and you slowly watched people kill your your baby and beat it up and make it look completely different. And now, I'm living that nightmare again. And I was just like, "Oh man, sending you an e hug." I gotta be honest. <laughs> this is about to be like maybe a little too existential for everybody. Everyone's gonna go into a panic really quick. I feel like that's working for any corporation. Like any effort or or passion you put into a job you work at that isn't your own, you end up feeling that same way. Like uh, like if you leave the company, you're like, no, they did this with what I did, or oh, the training manual I wrote, they rewrote it and they're doing it yeah, differently. Like yeah. like these like yeah, I mean, if it's not re- literally your own, it does. It, it's just sort of what happens. Um, I just feel like if you stop trying to improve, you've lost the game, right? So why would they not? try to make things better every time they do it. Yeah, I mean, I do feel bad for him because obviously it's something you put a lot of, of effort and passion into. So it, it does hit a little different because it's like art. I mean, it's it's very close. I mean, it really is art. You know, if someone if someone painted, if you painted a picture and someone painted over it and they're like, this is better now, you'd be like, OK, that's <laughs> that's a little much. Uh, so I understand that frustration, but uh, don't take it out on the player base. All right. Give a. <laughs> Give us what we want. That's why the the Final Fantasy VII uh, remake took so long to come out because in Japan it's actually felt like a slight to their art that they that they created to redo it. Interesting. Yeah, I yeah, can see that. and that's why we've waited. We waited for so long f- uh, for it, and you know, it, it's it's just weird because you know I do see him. I do see his problem with it and I definitely feel bad for him and listening to those different inner uh, interviews, you can hear one on Josh Corbett's podcast or one on stay safe's new podcast, which I think is only on stay safe's is only on YouTube. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just kind of sad. Yeah, it It's sad, but like we're in a modern game now and like we need whatever we want. you know like we need whatever we need to make this game its own game and flourish i think should be added and that's just that's just the way maybe he'll get revenge when you know they 
find out that some of the changes they made that he didn't want made the game worse, right? Like, which yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Or he'll feel extra horrible when everyone loves all the changes they put in. <laughs> wow. Why didn't they do this the first time? <laughs> but who knows? Ten years ago, maybe these changes would have sucked. Exactly. Like, we're, that's why I say, like, we're in a totally different game now. And you really do need to treat it that way. Like metas are different. Everyone is so much more knowledgeable. And like with with all of this info that we have, we need to be able to address these issues that right. we really couldn't even thought of in the past before. You know, imagine if Warriors were again going to be the number one DPS going into TBC. I think there'd be more people talking about trying to change Warriors a little bit. If Warriors were going to be by far the best again, I think people would be like, yo, okay, like we need to do something right here to let other classes be playable. Um, so, I mean, what's nice about TBC is almost every class is playable. Like even, even the worst DPS, it's not like so bad that no one will bring you pretty much every race and, and spec and class can be represented in a raid without you just being like a, a total meme to other people. Yeah. So speaking of changes, just to end it out, cause I like, you know, I think this episode has, has been a, been a good one. So, you know, we, and while we're on rose top up, <laughs> yeah, well, I have not heard hardly anybody besides Kevin Jordan talk about the, the drums change and Kevin really didn't have much of an opinion about the drums change. I did hear on Def Camp and Melderon's podcast that they do periodically. It's not a weekly thing, but it's definitely on iTunes and on their channel. Uh, they do it from, from time to time. They had Cricks on and Cricks was making an argument against the drums change. Well, first off, everybody's assuming what the drums change is going to be. Yeah. We don't know what it's going to be. They just said they didn't want everybody to have to be leather worker. It could just be that drums are usable by everybody and it's another consume that you have to buy before a raid. That could definitely be something. Everybody seems to think it's just going to be a debuff, but we just don't know. I think they're probably right, but we just don't know. But Cricks made the example that it was just like engineering in classic. And I just, I couldn't get behind. Like, I like a lot of the stuff that Cricks says, but I could not get behind that argument because engineering comes with a ton of fun and use and useful items and abilities where as leather working, if you're not a male or leather wearer, it just comes with drums. So I don't see how you can make that same, like how you can compare those two at all. What do you guys think? I think a lot of the engineering bonuses too aren't so directly translated into raid performance. So what we saw, especially like in Molten Core in the beginning, and maybe, maybe a ton of people are still doing this, but I think really just like top end people. Like, you might sapper on some fights to make your parse look better, but in a lot of the fights that you're doing that in, it's not actually a real gain on boss DPS. It'll be like, okay, we pulled in a bunch of mobs that we don't even kill or something, and now we're going to sapper and then get a, a huge parse. But it, I don't remember engineering ever really being like, we need everyone to be an engineer so that we can do 5% more DPS. Like, it was never, it's not that, it's not that stringent engineering you get like a you get a teleport either to winter spring or to gadget sand you get a cape that can give you slow fall you get rocket boots you get 
you get all these cool, fun things. I mean, without engineering and PvP, you don't have an extra range stun, you know, with your with your bombs. And so I just I, I felt like that was a really weird case to make that it was the same. Yeah, leatherworking is awful. And here's the thing: anyone can be an engineer. Maybe this is like just right. me thinking this. Anyone can be an engineer. Leatherworking is like a class fantasy thing. I might be a hunter who skins an animal and then creates my own gear. I'm a rogue who skins an animal and creates my own gear. But, <laughs> but like it fits the class fantasy. Your warrior who's a leather worker is just like this. This just stinks. Like oh, your warrior being an engineer is like whatever. It fits the class. It doesn't matter. It's just like it's a fun thing. But like making everyone be a leather worker is <laughs> come on. Right. Like it's not. Yeah, it just seems bizarre. Yeah. Even like the benefits of jewel crafting and being a jewel crafter is fine for anybody. Right. It's not. I agree. Like, I don't want to be a leather worker and a tailor. Like, that just yeah. sounds stupid. Yeah, I'm already. And here's the other problem. It's like I already can't be all the professions I want come TVC. And that's like not including leather working already like on my warrior i want to be a blacksmith um i'm going to also want to be like a jewel crafter i'm gonna want to be an enchanter i'm gonna want to be an engineer i'm gonna want to be all these different things and then but i'm gonna have to be a leather worker i don't know about that one i don't don't think that one adds up yeah it just it just takes away it just takes away the fun aspect of it whereas engineering was definitely fun. You know, like you can yeah. say whatever you want about it, but it was a fun profession. It'll continue to be fun. And a lot of people get to now keep engineering and have a good time and BGs with it. Like we're doing 2.4.3. So most of the stuff is not going to work in the arena, but you're still going to be able to use your, your goggles, which are going to be bis in a lot of cases. So that's still a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a, uh... Very different. <laughs> they are obviously very different. And I think most guilds, maybe maybe Visitus was like the one exception where we made people go engineering, kind of. But most guilds weren't requiring engineers. Like, you didn't have to be an engineer to get into a guild. Most guilds, yeah. I think some of the really good guilds on White Main would advertise, like, you have to be an engineer or whatever. But I don't think that anywhere beyond, like, the top two or three guilds were asking you to be an engineer. But leatherworking... They're going to ask you to be a leather worker if drums stay the same. Right. Yeah. And even for our guild, we didn't require anybody to get engineering. We just said, hey, could you do this, please? And some people like me did. Yeah. Just some like, people okay, like me. Just worked it up. Did yeah. not. Yeah. And a couple people didn't, uh, which was fine, <laughs> which was like, I mean, like, Listen, I just didn't want to get yelled at for messing up my sapper. So I was like, listen, I can avoid this whole circumstance here. <laughs> yeah, and we're talking, but and we're also talking about a single fight in the entire game of classic that we wanted people to be engineers on. And the fight is, is, is a, it's a meme. It's not a good fight. Like Visitus is ridiculous. Doing that sapper strat is ridiculous. <laughs> the whole thing's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And just like you pointed out earlier, really all that engineering was required for was speed running guilds because you're basically using it on trash the majority of the time. Yes, you could, you know, fake some parses, bringing some mobs into a, you know, to a boss fight. But really for bosses, engineering wasn't, wasn't that good for the majority of bosses in classic and drums would be good. For almost every boss in TBC. Yeah. 
it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense. So I'm glad they decided to change it. I hope yeah. that they do the debuff and not the here's an extra consume for everybody to have. <laughs> uh, I could really see either way going. I don't think it would be that insane because you have like 50 charges per drum, which is, mm. a, you know, you're not going to have to refresh it all the time. and get It'd a new be better one, to but... have it that way than to require you to be a weather worker. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it it would add some sort of you know it would add some extra monetary value to being a leather worker you'd have something that you could sell that people really want yeah it costs me money cool. though so i don't know <laughs> well i'm cool with whatever they do as long as i don't have to be a leather worker i don't care if i have to use it i don't care if i don't have to use it i just don't want to be a leather worker to be <laughs> the best asset to my guild that I can be. Absolutely. Agreed. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to, we're going to wrap it up next week. We are going to be doing the episode on loot systems. We've had this uh, requested by us a few times, but we never really had anybody that had extensive experience with all the loot systems. So next week we are going to have a gentleman called Naismith coming on uh, he's been on Countdown to Crusade a whole bunch. Uh, he's a very knowledgeable soul, and he we're going to talk loot loot systems across the board and do a little episode on that. And then after that, it's probably just going to be a lot of TBC stuff. Maybe we'll have a TBC prep episode. I don't I don't know. It's just going to kind of depend on what's going on. But look forward to that episode next week. I have an add on, not add on to talk about too. Oh, cool, cool. So, all right, well, then let's uh, move into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add on of the week. This week's add on is actually not an add on, <laughs> but I wanted to mention because it finally came out like a week or two ago. Uh, 70 upgrades. So 60 upgrades is a really awesome site that a lot of people use to put together their gear sets. 70 upgrades is now out and you can actually look at what all the TBC gear is going to look like. And more importantly, you can look at what Nax gear is going to look like in TBC, uh, which does kind of make a difference because you can start comparing, um, you know, things like weapon skill are not going to be the same and you'll be able to compare items a lot better. You can look at your previous. It's sectioned off by phases. So if you want to see what's going to be available in phase one, some of it might be a little shaky, like engineering goggles, for instance, we don't know is going to be like phase one. Technically, it might be phase uh, two with tier five. So there might be a couple things in there that that are incorrect still that will get fixed. But you can just set up your your previous. You can look at gear and daydream about getting your war glaives. Uh, But something really cool that you can do. uh, And again, this is 70 upgrades.com. You can set basically values for every stat and then browse upgrades based on how good they are. Um, so a lot of uh, spreadsheets, like I know the, the Paladin spreadsheet, uh, for instance, that the Paladin Discord put together has point values for every stat. Like if you, if you have this much in or this much plus healing or this much crit, like one crit is worth 12 plus healing, something like that. You can uh, put those points into 70 upgrades and just browse what's better. And you'll just know for a fact Assuming that you're equivalent, you know, your points that you enter are correct. 
Um, so it's really cool for theory crafting. It's really cool for seeing what dungeons you're going to need to run. It's great to see how Karazhan gear compares here and Axe gear. So it, it's it's a really, really cool website. I would definitely look into it if you're really excited for TBC like I am. I've been putting together little fun gear sets. Uh, so it's definitely something that you should absolutely check out. Yeah, dude, it's really cool. And that's 70upgrades.com, and that's 70 spelled out, not 70, but yes. 70 spelled out, the the word. And I've been having a little bit of fun with it, too, uh, looking at all the different, uh, different, you know, stuff I can get. And I was like, wow, there is a lot more in the phase one that we're going to have than I thought. So that's kind of that's kind of exciting yeah. and kind of neat. Yeah, it's it's really it's a really cool website. All right, well, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can also follow Mash Those Buttons at the Mash Network. If you want to send us any info, stories, or anything, you can do so by sending to WCRpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join our Discord, interact with the hosts, or tell us anything else, you can join mash.gg slash discord. Uh, we are back to streaming on Twitch, so it's going to be twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. We are also going to be pushing to YouTube, which is youtube.com slash mash those buttons. And you can always find us on our main platforms, which is audio at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. So please, uh, please uh, listen to us on whatever you find the best and then how can you up the podcast the same way you guys keep helping week in and week out reviews you guys keep sending them to us and we appreciate them so much and they they help us you know we're we're growing we want to grow with tbc we want to grow the community and that helps us do it big time all right guys where can we find you ryan you can find me on twitter at cognitive pit or on YouTube, and there's actually YouTube videos to watch there, youtube.com slash Cognitive Pit. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, some Paladin grinding videos I'm going to be making. I'm going to take, take a shot in the dark. I'm going to be making 2,000 gold before my Paladin hits 60. And uh, come, come join me on my journey. <laughs> and Mel, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can also find me streaming here and there on Twitch. Depends on the week, but I've been streaming more recently. Last night we uh, streamed our jump runs, and then I streamed the Omnic Lab uh, Overwatch game night, which was really fun. And... So if you want to check out any streams that I might do, I'm not a streamer. If I don't notice your chat right away, I'm sorry. Just not a streamer. I'm a podcaster. I could give you an hour and a half, two hours. Anything stream-wise, I'm sorry. But you can check that out at twitch.tv slash blazingbob. Really selling it there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just trying to say like setting expectations not... properly. <laughs> yes, yes. If you come and you want to ask questions, like I would definitely answer, but I'm definitely not a streamer. I'm I'm a podcaster. And that's what I do. I know I stay in my lane, right? All right. Well, guys, that's it. Thank
thank you for hanging out and we'll see you next week with our our uh, loot system debate talk whatever it's gonna be bye bye Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 